to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details of our all things horror. Episode 88, Halloween 3. <laughs> Did you see me try and avoid going episode 88? Yeah. 88. <laughs> Halloween 3. I picked this film because I wanted you to it appreciate... It is literally the biggest bang of I wanted you to appreciate my Michael Myers and how lucky we are to have What him. I don't understand, though, is I managed to make three pages of notes on it. And fucking I, I genuinely think it's because three quarters of the way around, I just didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. And I was like, right, shit, I've just got to write stuff down to try and track me through the uh, film. But fuck me. So now you know, now you've seen what um, Halloween actually wanted to do with the Halloween franchise. Yeah, it's it maybe all, a good job. It's, it's like a Goosebumps thing, isn't it? It was just yeah. going to be like a different film. Each film's got... A, none of them are tied together. They're all just completely random. I think I genuinely make a selective choice to watch Resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The I'd, witch. Uh, but apparently the book's quite good. It was. It's a novelisation, so apparently the book's quite good, so I was interested in that. No, we've got to be careful because there are... Some fans that like like this film. Well, I don't they're get, fucking they're, wrong. The thing is, Pete, I think them them types of people who like this film would jump to conclusions and be like, oh, you don't like it just because it's not Michael Myers, but I don't like it because it's shit. But I'm not overly... Like, well, I yeah, like you're Michael not, Myers. You're not I'm not a massive like, you, you can criticise a film that's got him in, whereas I'm like, oh, it's Michael Myers. Like Just before we start on the Michael Myers, did you see the screen feature that came out this, e- this afternoon? No, I'll watch it after. It was fucking sick. Sydney has a baby, so Ooh. she's got a child. But yeah, aside from that, sorry, back on Michael Myers. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a hun- I'm not like a super fan of Michael Myers, but even I watched this film and thought, give me that fucking yeah, shape right fucking now. Want, I nearly shit thing. myself when I saw it on the TV yeah, screen. Yeah, the, 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 the like, thing oh is, the teaser of it like this is like you could have been watching, like we could have carried on with this, but no, it's uh, yeah, it's just a spin off. It's, it's it's like it's literally like a um, like an eighteen version of um, Scooby Doo. Like it's yeah. It's, this evil corporation that's basically got a plan to... I think the plot line is Halloween is actually based around this thing that happens every few thousand years where a great sacrifice has to be made and the children are sacrificed. Yeah. Now that you see it, you know, like in Halloween ends, uh, Halloween kills when they're wearing their masks in the park, like the, the people who have been killed wearing the pumpkin one, the witch one, and the skeleton. This is what that, that's no, what that was is. one of my fun facts and I was so excited. I put that one last. I was like, oh my God, I'm just going to buzz his tits. Oh yeah, I knew this was a homage. Like even, so even, even in Halloween, even in Halloween um, 2018, there's, when you know that there's that really long shot of him yeah. walking about, his kids running past in the match. They've, they've all, to be fair, they've always, well, I, I think since the remake, and I think, I think it might even be in some other films, they've always paid homage. They, they recognise that the third one exists. Did you see, by the way as well, in the first Halloween remake, so like the 2000, well, it's not a remake, reboot, the 2018 one, the woman who gets a light to the neck is in the first one because Michael's watching her. Is she? And I was like... No, I didn't know that. Could not believe it. I was like, holy shit. She must shit. have moved out then because in that first one, it's in the middle of a street. Oh, oh shit, sorry. In that first... <laughs> in, that, in, that, in that first one, she it seemed like it was on quite a busy street, but I'm sure in, in Halloween Kills, she, it was No, it's when she's in the cemetery. Is it? Yeah, and oh, she's there. I, I thought it meant when, he, when it was that long shot. Of no, no. Past. Oh, right. I was I like, know. holy shit. No, I didn't know that. I know, I saw it on TikTok. I've, I've become 
quite addicted to TikTok. I've got a problem. <laughs> I have got one. massive one to download it, you fucks. It's it's like a it's a plug hole of I don't really know what, but I just I just can't. When they invent the automatic swipe, I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm done for. Right. Anyway, let's get into the shitstorm. So if you like this film, you are you, you know you're entitled to an opinion, but you are wrong. It, not a clue really. What's I, I I don't even have an opinion because it was just it's that bizarre, shocking. isn't it? And it's, yeah, it's and fucking it so... it's The doctor uh, is it Chellis? Chellis, yeah. I and, call and him Doctor Dan because that's all I knew him as. Doctor Chellis and Ellie, like, what the fuck? There's like, so many bits in here where I just put what the fuck. Like, the, there was literally no need for that romance to come on. He could be a great granddad. Like, I know. He, she looks about. I'm, I'm not joking. She when looks I say. about she's, seventeen. Yeah, she's obviously. She reminds me of Winona Ryder from uh, Edward Scissorhands or Beetlejuice. But yeah, she's a very young character and is this doctor who looks, I'd say, at least 50. He's definitely shagging half the hospital. Yeah, exactly. He's a stud, isn't he? Like, he's this Dr. Stud guy. Dr. Stud um, guy, that's what we're going to call <coughs> him now. And then at one point, they have a sex scene, like the first night they have sex, and then in the, like, I, I don't think it's in the morning, it might be later on in that night, but then she tries it on again with him, and he goes, wait, how old are you? And I'm thinking... Oh my you're, God, you're, I put this down. You're asking this like, now. No. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you, mate, you pass a point. Pass, Before, yeah, like, pass a point of no return now, mate. Is that, just don't even hurt yourself of asking that question. It was so funny. Because she was like, oh, they don't. And I was like, that's a red flag. When she said that, I thought about your face when he said that. I was like, no. It's so strangely written, this film. Yeah, it's it's a ride. That's definitely what it is. So let's... Let's kick it off then. So, the first bit we've got is the opening credits, and I just put, well, it's no Halloween score, is it? I was like, it's not bad, me. but it's oh, no Halloween. I I quite, I, it, you could tell it was in the same franchise. Yeah, and then the Halloween pumpkin was so much better. Like, they've turned it into some sort of um, computer yeah. Halloween pumpkin, which does relay back later on because we didn't know at that point that what the Halloween pumpkin did. I, I just want to say out the blue, I watched a two and a half hour documentary last night on Deep Blue. I thought you were going to tell me on pumpkins. No, like. this is completely irrelevant, but when you just said computer, I, for the last, I watched... I don't know what Deep Blue is. It's the... It's, it sounds so fucking boring, but it was such... <laughs> Here we go. It's such a good, like... It wasn't even a documentary. It's this guy on YouTube, and he, he's called In 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 the Rabbit Hole, or Into the Rabbit Hole. Right. And he just he just does these really weird documentaries on, like, things that you won't ever watch. Like, random like. shit. And it was about... This Deep Blue was the first computer that was made... To, and it, it ended up beating the world chess champion, but there was this massive controversy around it, and it was so interesting. So if, you, if you're... I'm not into chess, it bores the fuck but out But you sat and watched but it. But I sat and watched out. it, and I was hooked. Like, I fell asleep when I was watching it at work. And then when I got home, I stayed awake to watch the rest of it. I bet I got home from a 12-hour night shift. It's like half seven in the morning. I was like, right, I need awake. to know how this happened. I, did, I needed to know how it ended. I needed to know what happened. But yeah. It's all right. I've completely lost where we are now, though. We've literally not even started yet at all. Oh, okay, brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, so, yeah, uh, yeah, pumpkin, Halloween, deep blue. Deep blue, that was my bit. That yeah, was, that how was... did that... Oh, computers. Right, okay, yeah. I'm with you. So, we there's a guy running... And he's being hunted by someone in a car. There's a couple of people in this car, and it looks like an old junkyard place. And this guy, and I, this, it wound me up right from the start because he was literally these headlights were flashing as this car was going by. He might as well have like stood in the spotlight with both his yeah. arms up. Like I'm here. I was like, you're in a junkyard, hiding a fucking car. Yeah. Like just do something. But one of the guys gets out of the car and tries to throttle him, and doesn't quite manage it because then the guy pulls a chain that unleashes a car that only hits him only hits him and crushes him yeah interesting between two cars but then another guy gets out of the car and then we cut to 
a different thing about talking a, a guy in the gas station is it the guy in the gas station at this point no it's not yes it is yeah. a guy at the gas station is taught listening to a tv program about these stones from stonehenge going missing one of the stones is gone mm. and they don't know how they managed to do it and then it links to shamrock masks and if there's not a more fucking annoying theme in your entire life it's it like is actually... do halloween what was that bit no what was it that's <laughs> do da do oh, da it is a kid's like rhino, right. isn't it? Like, in what day till Halloween? Oh, that's Halloween, it, yeah. Halloween. yeah. And I've got a fun fact on that as well later. But uh, the guy from the machine yard who's managed to do survive. Do da, do <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you dropped that one so easily. <laughs> I don't even know what that song is. Like, that, the, the, the actual one is London Bridge is Falling yeah. Down, but. Oh, it's like, can't tell ladies sing a song. Oh, Dude, yeah. Hey, it still works. <laughs> no, it didn't because you just stopped. Yeah, because I realised. Yeah, if it you want right doodah in the middle yeah, exactly. of it. Right, anyway, so. The d- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right. It's alright. The guy from the machine yard comes in and collapses on the gas station guy and says they're coming and they're going to kill us all and blah, blah, blah. We don't know what's going on at this point. I was watching it like, what the fuck is this? So it cuts now to. A dad, Dr. Dan, who comes home with Halloween masks, and we learn that the mum, Linda, has already bought them shamrock masks. Yeah. And so he's like pretty fuming about it, and she's just like, well, you know, you should have been earlier, blah, blah, blah. And he's going to take them out trick or treating. But then he gets a call, and he needs to go in because the guy at the gas station's taken the other yeah. guy to the hospital. And I just love how the doctor's having a drink, and she's like, yeah, drinking on the job, really. Yeah. Really smart. Like, that's great. But the Shamrock advert starts playing and it triggers the collapsed guy at the hospital when he's there because they can't really see much wrong with him. But then as soon as that Shamrock advert comes on, it goes a bit hysterical. Yeah, it seems like he's in shock, doesn't yeah. it? Like that, that's what the I'd imagine the medical term would have been because there was no physical damage to him or anything. He was just terrified. Yeah, but then at this point, the guy is in the hospital who's been chasing him. <laughs> Can I just say, I love it when the, the music starts playing and the guy starts like getting like having a fit in the chair and the guy who drops him off just like turns around and fucking <laughs> walks back out the hospital I just, I, love, oh, nice I just love how the gas station guy was like look that's all it was I swear like yeah. I didn't do anything <laughs> like he's literally holding his hands yeah. off like he's about to be arrested and I was just like bless him but the guy who's been chasing them as well he is in the hospital and he ends up caving the guy's eyes in this would have been quite good if you'd have actually seen something but you don't really see much but there is like a little paying homage to it in halloween mm. kills when he properly caves this is, this is what i mean they do they do like um they do acknowledge it mm. its existence well they do with, to be fair they do with all the films like they, they always quote all like easter eggs like, isn't it little easter eggs from the other films yeah yeah, so after that, that alerts the doctor because the nurse finds the body and she's screaming. The doctor runs in and then manages to chase after the guy. And then I lost interest at this point and zoned out a bit. A car gets blown up. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, it, he douses himself. So the guy who kills him um, goes out into the car, like douses himself in, in gasoline. Yeah. And then lights himself up and then Hollywood just kicks in and the car explodes instantly. Like it's like another Mr. it's like another Mr. Loomis, like Dr. Loomis. Yeah. Where he was in the gas station, it was like, we need an explosion. So he ends up calling Linda, who's his ex wife. We didn't know it was his ex wife yeah. either. We kinda got a hint towards yeah. it, but we, we weren't for sure. And he can't pick the kids up and he's like, you know, there's a dead body in the hospital. There's now two dead bodies, like we we need to sort this out. And 
then we cut to the daughter of the far the guy who got his face caved in yeah. and she identifies her father's dead body and like I was just like solid acting. She's yeah. like <gasps> and then just completely forgets about her dad's yeah, dead body. Like, yeah, that's the one. And we cut forward to Dr. Dan asking Penny, who's like the coroner, to work quickly on the body as it's suspicious and it, it's like playing on his mind. Mm. And he, Dr. Dan's then in a bar and Halloween's on TV and I was like, Halloween! And then yeah. I was like, why am I not watching Halloween? Yeah, exactly. And uh, Ellie says, Ellie comes in and she says that she saw Dr. Dan at the funeral. And yeah, I was which like, we How don't much? see. Which I don't think we see him at the funeral, do we? No, we don't, but... That's a lot of fucking time passed in the space. Yeah. <laughs> like... Well, Doc, Dr. Chellis is just a bit... He's sticking his nose in, like, instantly. It, like, it's a suspicion of that guy who... Well, we think it's a person, but it turns out to be a robot that blows... I just called him To people who aren't, fil- like, watch this film and are listening to this conversation, they probably think we're on acid right now. Like, oh, yeah, then this, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, crushed out, then this robot set himself How on fire. How old are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, but, yeah, this robot guy... Blew himself up, which obviously, which um, obviously made Doctor Chellis very suspicious as to why he'd kill someone and then just kill himself. So yeah. he, he he takes on a detective role now, and that's why I imagine he was at the funeral. Yeah, I mean Ellie's equally as interested as well, and she asks if <laughs> this bit made me piss. I was like, it's so random. Ellie was like, did he say any? Did my dad say anything the night he died? Yeah, and he's like, tell lies. Ellie, I love her. It's <laughs> completely bullshit. I was I was like, why would you say that? Like, it's obviously not but true. But then she was. Like, yeah, she's like, what is this film? And so Ellie takes him to her father's store and he owns like a Halloween shop or like a convenience shop that's like specialised in Halloween because it's coming close to the time. And she's looking into his death and it, we find out that he kept quite a close amount of records as to where he'd been, what he'd yeah. done. And so he was going to a place called Santa Mira and... Then he had a date after Santa Mira with a woman, but he never turned up to the date. And so she thinks between being in that shop that day and travelling back from Santa Mira, something must have happened to him yeah. because he was really close on his time. And what makes me laugh is she's like, you know, we could, uh, if, if we just go to Santa Mira and have a look, we might be able to find out what happened to his death. And instead of being like, no, it's all right, he's dead, you know, there's there's no point in doing this now. Like, he's, he, he picks up the phone, fucking calls his mum again, abandons his kids, and he's like, yeah, yeah just go to a cooking bed, see you later. He's a dick to his kids, isn't he? he is. I think at some point it's even mentioned that he doesn't see him enough, or that yeah. I think she says she did not even know your name. So he obviously doesn't have, have much time for him. Bad dad. And he's now abandoning him, taking him trick-or-treating after already cancelling once to go on a random detective mission with he, random guy's daughter. He makes Josh... In Insidious look like a yeah. dad. So after that, they end up going to Santa Mira and everyone's watching them. It gave me some like Children of the Corn vibes, yeah. like minus the fact that there's no kids in the town, but there's loads of adults. Yeah. And they sort of like, they create a plan to go back to the gas station to see if they know anything before getting a motel for the night, posing as husband and wife. And, you know, I, I presume that's okay because it like in the, is it 80s this came out? Uh, it was 1978 Halloween came yeah, out wasn't probably, it? so yeah it, it would have been so in the 1980s I'm, it was, I'm sure it was still very like well to do like you don't just go in random motels with random men so they yeah. have to pretend husband and wife I can, I, I can understand that and uh, another family also enters the hotel plus a woman called the, Marge these characters are just so, so pointless and they're just so in your face they're yeah. so for like it, like a good horror film like can have bad characters as long as the 
not bad, but plain. But as long yeah. as the the film acknowledges they're just but playing. They're, they're, there they're just, they they're, just the body they're just numbers, yeah. Like when they're trying to give them these wacky personalities that are so like energetic and like loud and yeah. quirky, it's like, oh, you don't they don't need to be like that. Yeah. But then again, the premise is that they're all shot like joke shop, like fancy dress shop owners. Yeah, because they're so, selling the shampoo. And I'd imagine masks. some of them like people like that would be quite good characters, like as in they're a bit fruity, like a bit loopy. Yeah, no, I agree, that's fair enough. So after that, Dan checks the guest book to the hotel and finds out that her father did stay there. So they've got sort of a lead there going on. And this this is the bit. This is this is the bit where it just started going a bit peaked on for me. So it's where he offers to stay in the car. And then she fucking puts the moves on him and she's like, Well, where do you want to stay, Dr. Ch? Yeah, like just What's the, his the, name? This, Dr. Chellis. Uh, I want to say Dr. Chellis. There's literally like, been you know. So there's been absolutely zero like sexual tension between them, any flirting. It's always been, we're we're on a mission. We're gonna find out what's happened to your dad. That that is it. That is a be all and end all. Like in these, you'd expect if there was gonna do this, there'd be some type of like. It's not even yeah. like little after shots where you see the doctor checking her out. Or there's nothing to do with Just, that. You get scenes throughout the film which in, like like points towards the doctor's a bit of a slag and he's he's had it. He's put, he's, <laughs> nicely it, done. He's put like he's got a finger in every pie kind of thing, and then. Well, he has, only like every, every, <laughs> just the way you come out. With every, it. every nurse is tapping her ass and all this, saying, "Oh, yeah. I want to treat, treat, yeah, treat you to dinner and all this." And then all of a sudden, he just goes, "Oh, where would you want to sit?" I think you know the answer to that. And it's like, "Whoa, hang on and a then, minute!" And then, it, like, I just put, "Hun, you're looking for your dead dad's case." Yeah, like, you you're really want a mission to find out who murdered your father. Like, and it, it's just bizarre. But then we also learn that there's a curfew of six p.m. over yeah. at Shamrock, and. It goes over the tannoy and nobody's around except every fucker's around because Dan's still walking about. He meets a homeless guy and gives him a drink and he talks about this guy called Cock Cochrane. Um, yeah, I think it is Cochrane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. M- M- Mr. Cochrane. And yeah. we learn that there's cameras watching everywhere and that he's quite a dangerous guy and he owns the factory. He's sort of like the Mr. Burns of yeah. Santa. Mirror. But these this Santa Mirror, like the people like rate him, like they love him because yeah. he's brought life back to the town and the economy is back and all this stuff. Yeah, so he's, he's done, he's he's done a good about thing. Quite high rated. But it's still just yeah, there's something suspicious about yeah. him. But the homeless guy wants to make a Molotov cocktail and burn the factory down, and obviously Co- Cochrane's men have heard that, and so they go after him and decapitate him using the bare hands. I was like... Yeah, that's not a bad kill. It was all right. I thought... See, this is where I was like... So, you know, later on, when Dan thinks that the knitting woman in the fa- in like the factory is an actual real person, I thought that they were going to be actual bodies mm. that were, like, stuffed. So I thought that that was what was going to happen. I feel like that would have been much better yeah. if the homeless guy's face was the one that was knitting. Yeah, but, could have been. you know, John Carpenter, hire me in the future. That's all I'm saying. Is he dead? What? Is John it? Carpenter dead? Uh no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so because he did. He, he was. He was definitely part of Halloween twenty eighteen, hmm. and I'm pretty sure he um he didn't die. I'm sure he had something to do with Halloween. Oh, was it the first one that he wasn't involved with? You're looking it up now. Aren't you? Yeah, I'm looking it up. I should really know. I feel like he is still alive. I feel like yeah, you should know to be fair. <laughs> yeah, he is still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, seventy three right, years old. Right, me, John Carpenter. So after this, the after this de- big decapitation, there's a scene between Marge and Ellie and they're having a conversation about the masks and Marge is saying, you know, the factory have screwed everything up. You know, even the trademark on the 
the masks are slipping and it's sort of like a token that has shamrock yeah in the middle like, of it it's like a, a an emblem yeah like and trademark. it looks like a microchip when marge drops it so she drops it in a room but at the back it looks like there's some sort of microchip yeah. within it now at this point sex scene why does she have lingerie on how has she managed to get lingerie it's, in? it's a bizarre fucking but, scene. but she's not fucking been anywhere no, the the thing is, they're wearing the same clothes. It's just so weird that the the matched the matched her up with an old guy because, like, I get nudity and horror is like a big thing, but it's normally like teens by themselves. Like, it's just, it's like, um, like when you chuck an old man in there, it can't you it kind of makes you oh, like, mm. I don't I don't want to like watch this, which is the the whole idea in nudity is like for horror, it's like oh like tits and stuff like this, like let's all look at it, however, like girls in a lake or something. However. This is the second time in a, a film that he was paired up with a younger woman. And so I don't know whether he was like some stud of the time. Like people fancied Tom Atkin and were like, oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's the guy for me. Like sort of the Daniel Craig of his day. Yeah. But he, um, yeah, so after sex, the Shamrock song comes on and I love how he asks for her age after he's already shagged her. This is literally what yeah. I thought. I was like, how old are you? I was like, not, not now, mate. Not yeah. now. About two minutes before, it's probably a, two yeah, minutes before. Yeah, he's left it a bit late there, Annie. That that's fucking jailbait. It is jailbait. But then Marge ends up picking up, so it cuts back to Marge. She picks up the Shamrock trademark and begins dissecting it, and it shoots like a laser beam out and kills her. We yeah. never see her again. Yeah. So it kills her, and a bug crawls out and goes back into her hair. Now I thought it was gonna like infect her brain or something like yeah. that. This is where I was going with with this film, but it didn't happen. Uh, we finally meet. Uh, Cochrane, who is says he's going to take Marge to the factory for treatment, and I was like, "Yeah, sounds fucking legit." What have you got a hospital wing at the side of the fucking factory? Yeah. But it's sus as fuck. And to be fair, Doctor Dan is also suspicious of this. He's a bit like, "Now nah, there's something the, the, not right." The, it here. was pretty gruesome when that tag went on her face. Yeah, the it effect, was. The like, it, blew her, good, yeah. it blew her face open, sort of thing. And I love how he's just slept with Ellie, and then he's also on the phone flirting with the coroner Penny, and he's just like, "I've got a team." Yeah, he has, he has this. no chill, does like, he? I was just like, what the fuck is going on? But they go to the factory the next morning and they're there to see... The the family's there that is also in the motel to see Mr. Cochrane. Yeah. And they all end up getting this guided tour and we learn that Cochrane used to make toys as well and it's like a B-Tech child in the chocolate factory inside the factory. Yeah. The boy gets a mask with the chip in and there's the sort of like this big secrecy behind the final processing unit and he doesn't want to take him in there. And to be fair... He makes a very good excuse. He's like, you know, the chemicals are in yeah. there and if we get exposure to them, something might happen and I just don't want to do that. And so they're coming out of there and Ellie sees her dad's car in one of the storage units, but the freaky guy won't can, let her through. Can I just say that, that this is probably the only part in the film that is actually quite creepy. Like when you see like all the men in suits just stood there staring like half in shadow, like looking at him. That was the only part it's of this very film. very Michael Myers. Yeah, it's it? the only part of this film when I thought, ooh, like that's just weird to look at. Yeah. But, so, right, this is where I'm... No, it's not, actually. I'm trying to think of how far Santa Mira would be from where they were. I'm not Because, idea. this is what I'm thinking, like, how did the dad get back to that hospital? I know the guy at the gas station drove them. Maybe it was the nearest hospital or something, but even so, that's quite yeah. a distance. But anyway, back to it. So, after that, she's panicking because she's like, no, I definitely saw my dad's car and I want to go. Like, I, I, I'm done. And Dan leaves Ellie to go to the reception and tries to call, but nobody picks up. And it's basically, we can't complete the call. 
he comes back into the room and Ellie's missing, but a bunch of guys then fucking SWAT team dive into the room. Yeah. And Dan runs and he's sort of avoiding the cars. He ends up back at the factory and there's the old woman in. And I was just pissing myself. I was like, as if you thought that was an actual human being. I was like, it's not even that down there, mate. What what are you yeah. doing? And he, it's obviously not human. It's a toy. And one of the Terminator guys grabs him. And Dan gets a few punches in, and it, like the skin splits, and yeah. it's just like orangey yellow goo. And then he just he doesn't pass out. He just kind of like he just kind of goes like ooh, and then yeah. he's, like, he's like fully conscious and responsive, but he's just not putting up a fight about it. It was no. weird. And then it, we also see that it's all wires inside the body as well, so it's not a real human either. Yeah. And then more guys grab him, and Cochrane enters, and they. That we, we find out that they stole the stone from Stonehenge. And I was like, how the fuck did yeah. you get a stone from Stonehenge all the way over there? Yeah. Stonehenge is in fucking Ireland. Take a few choppers, that one. Is it? Stonehenge in Ireland? Am I lying or is it Wales? It's uh, in Wales, isn't it? I don't know. I'm pretty I'm sure. Clue. I know that when Dad and, Dad and Yara went on a visit somewhere and they went past Stonehenge and went and looked at it. And it's in Wiltshire. Where the fuck's Wiltshire? I'm not a clue. Mm, it's not going to tell me I don't think no and I'm not looking close enough for it but yeah anyway it's in England so they're going to they're about to get it from England over to America but you know you there's there's more unrealistic things going on in this film so I suppose we can deal with it yeah. um, he says you'll never know how we got no you, you don't even want to know how we got it over here and I was like no actually yeah yeah that's quite a know. massive part of but the but they just ignore it it's like nah fuck imagine, it imagine, imagine that in like any film now like where you think fuck like it don't really make sense why why this the film's got to this part and they go actually I know we'll just get the character to say I bet you'd love to know how we got it here but I'm not telling you <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, like just, a it's just such a backhand to the audience isn't it I was just I just could not believe it and I was just like right okay so we're not going to find out that's fine and it turns out, right, there's loads of shit going on. So after this, the family, Dan is shown Ellie on the camera. And so we know Ellie's still alive, but then he's shown the family that were in the motel as well on the camera. And they're going into this random fucking room. And the guy's got, the, the little boy's got the mask on that they gave him. They're all sitting there like, oh, look at this. This is great. Even though they're in a stone fucking room with no windows. Yeah. Like the mum doesn't even pick up on this. She's like, opens the curtain and sees a brick wall. And I was like, <laughs> fucking brilliant. And so there was sit the little kids start sitting there in front of the TV. This was quite good. I did like this bit. And the Shamrock advert comes on, and it just mosh like mashes. It's mean, isn't it? And the fact that they're doing it to a kid as well, it's kind of like oh fucking hell! Like it, it like it, the kid's head just kind of melts inside the mask, and then uh, it fucking like all these cockroaches and snakes and come out. And I'm guessing the the, the creatures that come out of his head are what kill the parents. Well, the parents well, yeah, but the snake. Dead. He, yeah, that's, what I'm, him, that's, what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But you don't, you don't see the mum. No, you don't. She faints, doesn't she? Yeah. And then you don't really hear much from her. So after this, we learn. So this is where I thought this was going, and I feel like my ending would have been much better, or my story would have been much better. I thought the masks were gonna turn. You know, <laughs> you know, like SpongeBob SquarePants, the movie, yeah, where the chum, the chum bucket, bucket hats turn them into slaves. I oh, thought yeah, the masks yeah. were going to turn the kids God, into I'd slaves hate that. to kill the parents. And I thought that was where it was going, but apparently not. So, yeah, the kid's dead, the whole family's dead, and the, the, everything's going to shit, really. And the problem is, all of the kids have shamrock masks because they've been so heavily advertised, yeah, they're, they're, including his kids. Which which you've got to give the film credit for. It, you, the thing is, you, you're constantly hearing this... Um, 
eight more days till Halloween, yeah. like, and every day it changes. Do-da. Yeah. Do-da. So it, and, and at first you think, oh, why, like, I don't need to wear this all this time, but it does make sense as to why the masks were so heavily sold because as like, as anything works in the world with enough advertisement people just start buying it what i wonder how cochrane got all of his money i mean i know he started out in he started out with toys didn't he mm. but that that was about it yeah hmm. Interesting. i need a backstory for, no i don't because i don't really <laughs> so after this the uh, penny tries to call dan back but she can't reach him and then a random fucking another terminator comes in grabs a drill and she gets absolutely drilled in the head yeah which we um we don't get to see which no, is No, which is disappointing. Cochrane ties Dan up, puts the TV on and puts the mask over his head. And we learn of his back, the, the backstory. And so it was the festivals of Samhain where the sacrifices of the children and the blood ran red of yeah. the children in the fucking village or whatever it was. Just and it's witchcraft. Yeah. And Halloween's on TV again. And I was like, okay, bringing us back. We're all right. Halloween's on again, TV. Again, this is what you could have been watching. Look yeah. at how good we can make these I films. know. I feel like I need to re-watch Halloween and appreciate it in a new way. Yeah, exactly. Again. Eddie Michael, well, I, I can't do it next week because we can't do Halloween back to back. But the, uh, the Revenge of Michael Myers is coming up. Don't you worry. That's the really bad one though, isn't it? That's is that the cool prob- one? That's probably... That's that's probably the worst of Michael Myers in terms of the timeline where like it's consecutive. So Halloween, four, five, well. When do we get to H2O? When does that happen? H2O is after, H2O. H2O. It go, I think it goes Halloween one, Halloween two, Halloween three, Halloween four, um, the return of Michael Myers, Halloween five, the revenge of Michael Myers. There's Halloween, a lot of, of Michael Myers is. Halloween six. Or is there a curse of Michael Myers? Maybe there's one more, and then it's Resurrection, then it's H2O, and then it's Rob Zombie's... No, H2O's before... H2O's after Resurrection. No, H2O's before Resurrection, because Laura Strode died in Resurrection. Oh, yeah, it is, you're right. Oh, yeah, the beheading. Did I just out Halloween you? You did. I'm proud of myself. I'm, I'm chuffed with that. Yeah, she dies in Resurrection at the beginning, like, that's the opening kill. So, anyway, back to what's not Halloween, unfortunately, because... Yeah. Well, it is Halloween, which is even more depressing. So Dan manages to get free, breaks the TV and uses the shard to free himself. And he ends up crawling through the vents. And Cochrane's made aware of what's going on. Dan calls Linda this bit. I actually had to stop because I was laughing so hard. Because Linda was just bitching at him. And he was like, Linda, shut up. Linda, shut up. (laughs) And I was just pissing myself. I was like, just fucking, just shut up, Linda. Just listen to him. And he's trying to warn her to get rid of the mask. But she doesn't believe him. And she's like, you're just jealous. And I was like, what? Of the fucking shadrock masks. The next bit, what made me creep. This is what this is why I reference is, is like a Scooby Doo like, but a horror version. When when they're walking behind the mask stand and it's just this room full of scientists and there's this big like shelf of all these masks on moving across the middle of the room in front of everyone and they're both hiding behind it and it's like for fuck's sake like someone's gonna notice that but that that's like very cartoon like Scooby Doo like that's and, what put me off it and it is hilarious it like this film wasn't so bad because I. Like once I realised, yeah, this is shit. Yeah. I was I was in it for like the beginning. I told you that this it. will make you appreciate Michael Myers more. But then again, you haven't seen the you haven't seen the, the Cult of Thorn yet. So the Cult of Thorn. That's that's the next one on the list, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right. Okay. So Dan manages to get to Ellie and lets her out, and Cochrane is onto them and grabs the shamrock. Uh, Dan grabs all the shamrock trademark pieces in a box and. The magic pumpkin's about to happen, and he drops boxes of these trademark pieces, which shocks and kills all the guys. Yeah, it turns uh, Cochrane to stone. Yeah. W- why? No one else has been turned stone in this film. What, what makes him so special? Not a fucking 
clue. But then the place goes up in flames in what can only be described as two people taking a print out of the factory and waving it in paper. Fucking hell, bitch. <laughs> you dickhead. You scared the shit out of me. My cat's just jumped on the table, which is naughty, but that was funny. <laughs> so after that, the place goes up in flames and Ellie's turned into the Terminator on the drive back. Yeah. And so a twist and which was fuck me with a like it just makes me laugh because it, like and I'll explain it because it was just brilliant but he manages to crash him into a tree and she tries to choke him still and he crowbars her and then knocks her head off and there's a cool there's quite a cool shot of a decapitated head I quite like that bit where her eyes were moving around and her body was responding and then just when you thought it was all over she fucking tries to choke him again. I fucking said she's nearly as indestructible as Michael Myers. I was just this myself. But I don't, I don't get the twist of this because she, if they designed her to be a robot, which obviously they, they would have captured her, killed her, and then made her into Wired. one of these robots, yeah. Why didn't she stop him from, like, defeating Cochrane? Because they all work for him. They're all programmed to, to aid him. So why did she let I'm him destroy it? Oliver, you're like, picking out... You're picking out very small plot holes. This isn't a small plot this, hole, that's a huge you're picking one. picking out very small plot holes in a film that is a plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you are absolutely right. So after she tries to choke him again with a decapitated arm, she then tries and gets him with a decapitated torso yeah, and then falls to the floor. Back. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? But he ends up going to the... The, the giveaway is about to happen and he gets to the gas station and he calls the all the TV companies trying to get him to switch it off. And he gets to channel one, channel two, and they shut it off straight, in, like just in time. And then it gets to channel three and the giveaway's happening. Yeah. And he's screaming, turn it off, turn it off. And that's an hour and a half. I'll never get but back. It fades to black and you never know if all kids died. Fuck me. Yeah, it was, it, it's... It's it, an event. It's... It's an experience, actually. It, thank you, Michael Myers, for existing, because yeah. this is what Beaver Halloween's would have been I like. am glad I watched it, though, because mm. it was hilarious. Like, You're, I did have a good laugh watching if you, it. If you, watch, if you start watching, well, not start, but if you re-watch really Halloween, you'll notice um, Easter eggs in it now that we're resorting back to Halloween 3. It was, it was brilliant. I was like, what? what I think experience. that's only like the third or fourth time I've watched it. It was I feel like because it's called Halloween, I have to watch it sometimes. I just like from what so weirdly the one of the podcasts that I listened to the horror virgin they did it as a bonus episode for Halloween this week and I nobody knew right. it was coming so I I listened to the podcast halfway through but I was sitting there thinking no they've got something that's wrong here this, this can't be the fucking film I was yeah, like people this, like this film so this I don't understand one. and so I was like no I'm gonna give it a watch I'm gonna watch it and it'll, it'll be great the, this, just, this is like a, a cult classic like but it's, it's one of them ones where it definitely isn't a popular I mean, film a cult of fucking but I feel one. like you can't criticise it because the people who like it be like oh just because it's not Michael Myers it's like well no, no it's, it's, just it's, shit. it's fucking wank yeah it's just it's just absolute wank cake and I just can't cope with it alright what behind but, the scenes you got for me then so budget um, three million. Two point five million. You were very very that, that close. Quite, you're in. Counts. You're in. Box office. Uh oh, I'm gonna say it's gonna be higher than you think because it's a Halloween film. Mm-hmm. Following Halloween too. But it's not gonna be massive because it's doing no Michael Myers promotion. Twenty four million. Fourteen point four million. Uh, it didn't make a lot. So my behind the scenes facts for uh, today are. <laughs> London Bridge's burning down became the theme for Shamrock masks because it was in the public domain, which meant it was free to use. Ah. So that's why they used that thing. So maybe Do Da Do Da was not in the public domain there at that go. point, or else that could have been it. When Dr. Dan tries to get through to the police but gets the operator, the operator is Jamie Lee Curtis. 
Ah. So she's an because in the opening credits, uh, she's credited. Yeah, she's credited. I know. Yeah, uh, but she could have been credited <coughs> from the clip of her in Halloween. Yeah. Because she was walking down the street on the uh, in on the TV in Halloween. Dick Warlock, who played Michael Myers in Halloween Two, is credited under Assassin, so he was in it as well. Oh, nice. <clears throat> the Shamrock advertisement was played fourteen times through the movie. Right. Uh, what was that fucking band? I don't know. I think it must have been Dibs. Oh. The at the end where Dan is screaming, "Stop it!" The last thing originally heard should have been children screaming as they were being murdered. They decided against it to leave the ending ambiguous. Maybe the children were saved. Yeah. But in the in the book, they died. Uh, they weren't saved. The body count was nine, not including the dozens of murdered children yeah. that occurred. From may it. or may not. May or may not have yeah. occurred. Yeah. The masks the three bodies were wearing on the roundabout in the park in Halloween Kills was the shamrock mask. Yeah, you see them all the time. I know, but this. I just wanted to... Did I you just, not think that I'd seen no, that? No, I just wanted your little face to light up. No, I've seen that. I see them a mile off. Just because the, the, the thing is, the shamrock masks are quite iconic. It definitely in the Halloween franchise. Like, everyone knows who they are. Yeah, everyone I think they've been in a few Halloweens. I, I think, literally I think didn't, it was, I think, I didn't have a clue about it until I watched the I think one. I think it was in Rob Zombies as well, I think. So, what's your would you rather for me this week? Not would you rather. What a fucking surprise. What is, in your eyes, the worst way to die? Ooh. Is it got to be like a... Is it got to be like a you, you could die from it any day? Or, like, could it be like a torture method that has been around? Uh, someone's got to have died from it before. So, when you were a woman, and I think, like, I think it was to be done with cheating, and this, like, makes me feel absolutely nauseated... So if like a woman was caught cheating, then she'd be put on a like a bull type contraption. It was like a triangular prism, and she'd be naked, and she'd be put on so like between her legs, like the edge of the triangle was, oh, and then yeah. weights would be attached to her legs, and yeah, then eventually yeah, it just goes through that, her. Yeah. That's pretty. Fucking what what about like what about like your any average, every day? Yeah. I think a prolonged plane crash. Oh, you bastard! That's mine. A plane crash. Yeah, I feel Is like it, if it's quick, then no. Nah, for me, a plane crash would be the worst way to die. Just, just because the thing is, I think any other natural disaster is, and I know people right. Say if you are at forty thousand feet, right above the middle of the ocean, and you, like, you collide with another plane or you your wings fall off, you are dead. You are not surviving that. But the thing is. I think what's what's so terrifying about it is you're in quite a safe environment seconds before, like you're in a seat, comfy, you might be sleeping, and then all of a sudden you're like, it, it's like you, this, it's a helplessness feeling of I'm gonna die and there's nothing I can do mm. to change it. But nothing. also, I could maybe change my answer to an equally as awful one that I think would be terrible, a tsunami. Yeah, that'd be a bad one. That'd be pretty terrifying. Right, what's your film then? I am. Um, I saw it written down. Seeing as you hit it back with the the best Halloween, I'm gonna go with the best Scream and oh. say Scream Three. <laughs> so that's what we're watching this right, week. Sounds good. So that'll be next Monday. There's no. Is there a midweek? There this is week? a midweek. This oh week. shit! I'll have yeah, to be in touch with when I can fit that in because I'm right, busy. Pencil me in when you like. Well, I'm away again next weekend. All weekend. You do know what the time Friday of this Monday. episode's gonna be, don't you? Do that. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so yeah. <laughs> so it'll be the mid the next one will be the midweek it? right so keep your eyes out for that uh, thanks ears for listening out. ears out eyes out well you don't hear that it's been uploaded you see it <laughs> alright thanks for listening what, what if you're blind thanks for listening <laughs> bye <laughs>